Hello, welcome to LLG's Random But Real Podcast, where you'll hear conversations about any and all things random with an entree, not a side dish, of mental health advocacy. I use my performance, communication, and literary art skills to bring awareness about mental health and other topics. Therefore, whether I'm singing, speaking, or writing, it is my desire that my words will be melodic, just like music to your ears. Welcome to LLG. That's me, Lisa L. Gilliam's Random But Real Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of LLG Random But Real, or LLG's Random But Real, where we have conversations about any and all things random with the entree, not a side dish, of mental health advocacy if you've been listening, you know I use my performance, communication, and literary art skills to awareness about mental health and other topics. Therefore, whether I am singing, speaking, or writing, it is my desire that my words be melodic, just like music to your ears. You all, we have had so many te- technical difficulties tonight, so please excuse us. Um, I'm not sure why there's background, so I guess maybe, Tracy, you might have to mute when I'm talking, but I am happy to have <laughs> my guests on this uh, show tonight. Um, we do pre-record, but as you know, it's nothing I really can do to get, get um, rid of the background noise, but we're going to try to work through it. Um, Tracy M. Worley is my friend. We have known each other since high school, just only a few years ago. That's not the truth, but just pretend it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> we have decided to write a book together, which we talked about briefly with our publisher, Journal Joy. We're wishing you well um, as we're doing this show, Journal Joy. Shout out to Lamira. And uh, we just wanted to talk to you a little bit more about like what our experience has been. You have to get the book to get some details. But we definitely want to like tell you what our experience has been. Um, what we're looking forward to, what we're not looking forward to, just to go a little bit deeper. And Tracy and I have decided to have conversations like this um, here and there, not like I said, giving you away what we talk about in the book, but definitely talking about just all things random, sometimes things associated with the book, sometimes not. So I am going to say hello to Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) I tell you, this has been this has been interesting. <laughs> yes. It almost makes you feel like we're not supposed to record nothing because I think you know, well, I, I you know, I thought about it. I said, well, we're just gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna get this, it's gonna work. And it's kind of symbolic of some of what we've been going through here lately with a number of different things. So um, sometimes there's some hiccups to get to where we need to go. So it's all right. Absolutely. So that probably means y'all are in for a ride. That's what that means. So, yeah. So, you know, speaking of hiccups, <laughs> we were supposed to, you know, launch our book 21 Days. And there's a tagline, um, which I should know by heart, but right now I don't. Um, it's seeing that I literally just got off of work a few, not even an hour ago. And so I was supposed to get off maybe three hours ago. So it's been a long day. But um, I know our focus is just, you know, making sure that other people heal. I've always said I had a ministry where I shared my business so other people could be healed. I don't want you to make some of the same stupid, dumb mistakes that I've made. And I've made plenty. 
Um, and some of them weren't even mistakes. Some of them were things that I did and I knew I shouldn't have done. Um, and then other things were things I did and I found myself in and did not ever plan on that experience. Um, but the book was supposed to come out on September 21st and then October 4th. And we've had setback after setback, but it is coming out. Like the book is finished, y'all. We didn't make it up. It really is a real book coming. And we are excited to bring it to you when we actually have release date. <laughs> Anything you want to say about that, Trace? No. The... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it, it's just one of those things. And I, I, you know, I so appreciate all of the support and, and all of the uh, people that have been cheering us on along the way, you know, family, friends, um, yeah. uh, associates, acquaintances, everyone who has seen that we have this coming down the pike. People have been so kind and so supportive. And so yet, you know, when people say, I'm ready to buy the book. When's the book coming out? <laughs> I don't know, but it's coming. And so it's just one of those things where I, you know, it just kind of draws me back to the word where it just says, be anxious for nothing. And so we have done this in prayer. It kind of got started that way. And we're going to, I just keep saying it's going to be all right. It's going to come when it's supposed to come. It's going to release exactly when it's supposed to be released. And it's going to be a blessing to some that. So, um, I'm, I'm confident of that, um, that, you know, um, I think that's one of the major things that we've talked about is that it's not so much about um, us sharing our story to just air out, you know, our laundry, <laughs> so to speak, you know, because right. um, my laundry, I have laundry to do right now and it's not too bad. It's not too bad, but there's some, you know, you know, things that need to be taken care of and things right. that, you know. We, we acknowledge and, and often, you know, when, when you are being real and you're being very transparent, as you talk about random or real, just keeping things really 100, mm-hmm. um, some folks going to be able to handle it and some can't. And for those who can and those who are brave enough. <laughs> yeah, right. To get on the train. <laughs> to actually embark <laughs> on the journey and to actually listen, you know, listen to the stories and, and actually put yourself in the place of the storyteller. Um, it's going to be, it can be life-changing for people, I think, in a positive way when you really start to um, look around and realize, hey, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not alone in this. I'm not by myself. Somebody else has gone through something similar. Somebody else has done something, you know, not the only one. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's no, that's big. That's 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 really big, especially now. And I know one of the things that you talk about and one of the things that um is very important to you is, you know, mental health. Uh-huh. And I think sometimes just having that community and knowing that you have um other people that you can reach out to that are um understanding where you're coming from and because they've done this before, they they've walked that walk and um or because they love you as an individual. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because some of my friends are not happy with what I've shared with them. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. And some mm-hmm. probably some family too. So, but I know they love me. And so because they love me, they, you know, I can't say they've been the most supportive, but mm-hmm. they've been cool. Like they haven't judged me. And I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I think I shared this with you the other day is that for me, 
God already knew what I was going to do, good, bad, or indifferent. Doesn't mean it's okay. Never justifying the wrong, um, you know, that I did do. But because I was created by him, he already knew everything that I was going to do. And I didn't think I would be in this place, but I'm here. And my hope is that me or by me sharing my story, other people will be open enough. Like Tracy just said, it's not that other people haven't done it. I think it's just other people haven't have done it and not shared it because of shame or fear or just not people wanting to know your business. But I'm hoping that we can present a different perspective from two people that you probably wouldn't think would end up in the place that they were ending up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good girls. <laughs> it's about, you know, it's really about grace. And I think it really comes down to grace. And, you know, sometimes people, I'm grateful for those people who will show me grace through this. And, but what I'm grateful even more so is that I'm showing myself grace now. You're showing yourself grace. We mm-hmm. have to get to a place where I say, you know what? you know, somebody's going to always have something to say. Somebody's going to always feel a way about something. But what I'm learning is that when, when does Tracy get to a place where Tracy has peace mm-hmm. with all that has happened and, 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 and so that I can get to the place of healing and forgiving myself mm-hmm. for wow. either time spent um, too long <laughs> In some situations like the egg egged and hatched and you got hatchlings and everything, you still sitting there waiting for something right. to hatch and it's like time's up and you're still sitting. So that's part of for me at 40, 49 and 49 and a few months old, I'm really feeling that now because time has really become a factor. You know, we talk about, you know, those taglines, you know live my best life, living my best life. And one day I really sat and I thought about that thing. And I said, living my best life. Am I living my best life? And that's different for everybody. It's, it's, it's relative. It depends on what, what does that look like for you? How do I, you know, start to enjoy my life right now? Uh Not waiting for somebody to show up because that's been a thing for me. Um, and, you know, we've talked a lot over the past year, especially, but we've talked even prior to right. doing 21 days. But one of the things that I discovered through coaching, um, that's when it really became evident for me that I had been waiting for my life partner to show up so that I could start living. Mm. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, it really it was like loud. I mean, it showed up really loud. It rang very loud in my ears that minute. I've been waiting for somebody else to show up for me to rescue me from my life so that I can start living and enjoying my life. And wow. that was oh so wrong. Oh so wrong. I had it wrong. So what I'm working on now is one, forgiving myself. And part of that is the healing journey. And then two, making sure that I don't make the same mistakes that I made in the past. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, part of that boils back down to going back, figuring out why did I allow some of the things to happen in my life that I allowed in the first place? 
And then so that I can get to the to the place where I'm beginning to say, okay, what can I do now? Things may not be all lined up the way that I want them to be right now, but mm-hmm. what can I start to dream for myself? And what can I start making happen right now? What can I do right now? Right. So, so yeah. you got that figured out yet? I'm getting there. i'm getting there it doesn't quite look like what i um thought it would be like i'm i'm start i'm working on it i'm I'm working on it um day by day processing is is good and taking steps is is good as well so i I, there's so many things lisa and I, i you know just even I, I did a I did a lesson um this past weekend on stewardship. And one of the things that we talked about is, you know, initially when we talk about stewardship, we talk about, you know, finances. We talk about, you know, our ties and our time and our talents and things like that. And I broke it down to go even further, like health. And I said, you know, it was just really a wake up call for me that we only get this one body. Right. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. And 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 now and I keep saying that that forty that forty nine and some months is like ringing loud because mm-hmm. I'm like oh my gosh I'm almost fifty. And so now I'm like okay so I have this one body you know when you're younger you think you can you know I'm big enough I'm bad enough I can do what I want I can eat what I want if I don't feel like exercising I I had this theory that um. Oh, at one point before weight was an issue for me, I was like, oh, I just buy a bigger size. I'll just buy a bigger size. It's okay. Okay. It's fine. You know, they can, you know, we can do it. We can, we can still, you know, make it happen and rock some stuff out. Uh. But, (laughs) but then life happens. And all of a sudden, one day you look in the mirror and you don't even recognize yourself. And I'm like, what are you doing? Right. It's, it's a number of different 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 things not just relationships but just my relationship with myself and getting to the place where I have you know joy and like you said it's is it happening it's happening I feel it happening some things are shifting and some things are changing but um it is indeed a process a slow process (laughs) a slow process um but I, I I had to you know really wake up one day and just realize this is the only body I get. So what are you going to do? Now you need to go to the gym. I haven't been to the gym this week. You know, that's usually the <laughs> thing. Um, but now having to get back, I was a little bit under the weather. So then I had to, you know, now I have to get back, you know, get back in the flow of that because I had developed that hab- that habit, that pattern. And now I'm like, oh, it's getting cold now. I like to get in the pool and now I'm like, oh man, it's getting cold. So I'm like, I don't want to alter what I'm doing, but I'm going to have to modify <laughs> what I'm doing because now it's not the summertime. I can't throw on a dress and walk out and just go to the car. I have to think about, I oh, know you got to wrap up and then you got, and so then, you know, my old self, she's still in there and she wants to complain and, you know, all of those things. So it's funny because I'm just really, I feel like I'm really getting to know myself. I think I've spent a, a large part of my life kind of coasting, still getting to know who I really am, 
what do I really like and what do I really want? And that is is mind blowing. <laughs> it's mind blowing to me. At um almost fifty that I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't think it takes much though to be stuck. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a lot of work to get out of that place. Mm -hmm. But what bothers me probably is when people feel that just because they've gotten out of the place, you should be out of the place too. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like encourage people to move forward and progress. What I used to do to celebrate life events about, you know, um, mental health and, you know, um, teaching people about the symptoms of depression or to prevent suicide talking about anxiety and PTSD and all things that I was diagnosed with, um, mm -hmm. acute stress. Um, I got to a point where I said, I want to celebrate life and not just exist. Mm -hmm. And I was existing for years. And I was telling actually one of my scholars that they happened to ask me like when my birthday was, we were just, you know, talking. I love being able to spend my lunchtime with them, just getting to know them better. And, yeah. um, <laughs> one of them said something, we were talking about birthdays and they asked me my sign. And I don't really get into all that well, but we were talking about, and they were like, that's a good birthday. The other person was like, nah. And then he was telling me that I was like, you too old to be wearing, it was a, a gift set that I, someone gave me. I don't even know who gave me, it was earrings and um and a necklace. And he's like, you, sh you shouldn't be wearing no tribal jewelry. It's not tribal jewelry, but that's what he <laughs> He called it. And I say all that to say, we were talking about birthdays and Talk, and, and so I actually shared with them, I was like, no, I celebrate my birthday. Like, it's important to me because I remember when I didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes people sell, you know, separate what they tell scholars and what they don't tell them. I feel mm -hmm. like if you keep it real to an extent, like I didn't say any, you didn't hear me say any specific words, um, yeah. but they're smart. They knew exactly what I meant. Yeah. And, you know, I know that I have not shared that with the entire body of, of scholars. So that meant if I hear it, I know it came from one of them. It was two of them that were around me. And they were like, I get that now. You know what I mean? Like life is hard maybe for some of them, but it's been really, really hard for me too. And which is why I like working with non-traditional or alternative schools and people that need second, third, fourth, fifth year chances. God has given me that many chances plus. So I, I think when it comes to our lives and then what we decided to share at the book in the book mm -hmm. um i i hope that people are really open to hear and to be empathetic mm -hmm. i don't want your sympathy i don't want to hear that you would never do that da, da, da. that's great that you didn't have to do that da, da, da. but i want you to understand how maybe i did end up doing that da, 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 or how that ended up being my coping mechanism when, yeah, it should be just Jesus. Absolutely right. And he still is my source. But it's funny, you know, I'm to the point now, I don't think most people even know. I mean, I know you know that I was a minister because I was so ashamed of what I did that I didn't even want to do nothing anymore. Even before, even before what I did happened, I had started cutting back from church. And that was really after my mom died. And she was saved, but I just started to have some, I don't know, social anxiety. I just didn't want to be around people. And then I ended up messing up or sinning, and that just exasperated it. And I didn't want to be around people even more. And I definitely didn't want to be preaching or teaching or whatever. But I know the word. It's in me. You know, I know that I've been able to help so many other people in spite of me. So 
it's really interesting to see how people take this, um, their conversations. Mm -hmm. And I, I ran into one of the people that was in the book, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, recently. And I, you know, I let them know that they were in there. Uh, I, I wonder what they're going to think when they actually read what I put. Because the one thing about writing things down for me is final. Like it's, it's out there and nothing about a book. It's can't really take it back. It's there. It's going to be there forever and ever and ever. And yeah. so every time we had a hiccup, I'm kind of glad because it allowed me to catch some things mm -hmm. and pull some things and change some things that were like, oh, I don't know if I really want that part out there. But yeah. it also helped me to no longer live in secret because I've kept a lot of stuff mm -hmm. a secret, a lot of hurt, a secret, a lot of pain a secret as if my pain my hurt my whatever didn't matter and so the book allowed me to express how I felt about what happened but not necessarily pointing the finger I don't think I pointed the finger at anybody I just told facts mm. what do you think no um no I, I you know and uh, you know after a while it's like what did I write but <laughs> It's like, you yeah, wrote I wrote a lot. <laughs> read it a lot, you know, multiple reads, multiple read throughs, um, so many times. But yet sometimes we'll be talking and you say, Did I say that? Did I mention that? Right. Because I, I don't remember. Right. You know, I can't, I can't recall. But no, I, I think that, yeah, the, the, the tone, I would say that the tone, the tone of it was really about experience. This is what I experienced. This right. was my experience. Not so much about what somebody did to me. Mm -hmm. um, that's not, that wasn't the angle at all right. uh, for either of us and our sharing about what somebody did to me. It wasn't about that. It was, how did I end up in this place? And how do I get out of this place? And in order to do that, we had to do some soul searching and some digging. Right. And with that, I mean, you know, the, we, we live in the social media age. Everybody gets on social media, gets on live, tell all their business, the parts they want us to know about. Um, right. and, and some people just bear all. And, you know, you take the bitter with the sweet. And we know that there'll be some bitter with it. Um, frankly, um, you know, I always say, you know, if, if you are without sin and you have not made one mistake in your life, well, God bless you you are on your way to one because there is <laughs> a perfect. So, you know, that may not be your thing right now. That may not be your jam. That might not have been your thing, but everybody's had something that they have had to struggle with or that they've had some challenge with. And that's what I always go back to. But, you know, for the grace of God, you know, here we are. Mm -hmm. So I always go back to that. But I know that that is one of the most challenging things about being candid and putting your life out there and putting parts, I should say, or aspects of your life out there and people still not getting the entire story. We don't have enough pages for that, <laughs> but right. um, just giving, giving snippets of, 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 of the story and being able to kind of piece some things together to kind of get to an understanding of why mm -hmm. perhaps how, how we got to, where where we where we are now um and i always call it um you know I, i'm still writing um as well and i call it you know um 
getting to the other side of through because when you're in that through period and you're going through whoa <laughs> the valley is pretty it's deep it's deep yeah. and and I, I always say I want to get on the other side of through right. I'm so tired of going through and it's from one one aspect like you talked about losing your mom and you know prior to that you know losing your grandmom and then your dad and then you know all of those things make us who we are we're we're whole beings we're not mm -hmm. just oh um, lisa the girlfriend or lisa this person this part of you it right. all factors into who we are right and um sometimes why we attach to certain people or our different attachment styles and why we are the way that we are and, and, and our makeup our build and um i've put up with some stuff that people I know some people with some slick cutoff games, man. They, whoo, whoo, people would not last. They would just be gone. But at some point in my life, I stayed in some, stayed in some relationships and put up with some stuff right. that, that was just not healthy. And I didn't realize it at the time while it was happening. I didn't, I didn't necessarily realize it uh, mm -hmm. for what it was. Um, I had a few people that didn't make the book. Um, <laughs> I teased her people. about that, y'all. I'm like, she makes me look like I got 50 people and she got four. Well, I, only had, well, I had eight in my whole well, life. I'm like, you should have put all eight in. <laughs> but but all, all eight to me weren't newsworthy. They weren't newsworthy nor noteworthy because, um, and we, we laugh about it sometimes because I'm like, some of these people, like, uh, like I had, um, there, there was one person. Yeah, he didn't, he, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. Now, let's just say he was one and done, and I'll leave that there. And then, um, <laughs> and then the next person. That's what y'all gonna do too when you mine is all Solomon and Tracy's is funny. Like I was literally laughing when I was reading. One and done. One and done. And then, then the other person. Um, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't like the vibe I was catching, um, and I'll, I'll I'll say that without going without going too deep. But it was uh, yeah, it was like two and out. You know how you say three strikes you're out. He didn't get the three strikes. It was just two and out. I'm like I don't like I don't like what I'm seeing here, and that was I was probably about twenty. I was about eight seventeen with one, and then twenty with the other. So you know by then I'm just kind of like eh. Um, and then the next person, he didn't last a month. Um, it was a month, it was a month of, <laughs> it was a whirlwind. And had I just held on a little longer, I would have saw, I would have saw, um, the person that it took me going out with this person. And after going out with him and spending the day with him, I realized that, uh, I don't, I don't even like this person. Like, I don't even like you. I don't even want to be bothered with you. You are disgusting. And it was, it was just, it was that bad. It was that bad. And God bless him. He's married now. <laughs> God bless his wife. I mean, when you want to talk about a liar, it was one of the strangest, uh, most um, that I ended up dating, dating the guy, my, my first boyfriend, we're talking and somehow the that guy that one month guy he uh -huh. came up in conversation and i'm like how do you know him 
And he said, oh, we went to breakfast. Uh, we all went to breakfast. Um, the brothers, we were all hanging out. And um, he didn't have an... <laughs> He didn't have enough money to pay for his food. So um, I paid for his food. And I'm like, you pay. Oh, my God. And I'm like, there is no way in the world that something like this, like somebody somewhere is laughing at me because my boyfriend at the time, he didn't even live here. He was here for the summer. So during that time, he met the guy that I had dealt with probably about eh, six months prior, six mm -hmm. to eight months prior. And they ended up crossing paths. How weird is that? So, yeah, those three guys, those three guys didn't, um, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't make it to the pages. But um, I brought them up since you always say, you should have put them in there. <laughs> yeah, because they should, you should, like, for real, y'all, it looks like, because mine spans pretty much pretty much high school to now, right? Mm -hmm. Not maybe not today now. Well, yeah, maybe present day. Yeah, like but present day, but like more like mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. So adult, yes. But so see, from high school to adult. <laughs> but I do talk about things that happened to me when I was younger too. Mm -hmm. That all of this plays a part in kind of where I am now or how I got to where I am now. But so, in but at the same time, in all fairness, when you think about it, like, remember, I said I spent a lot of time, like, I spent a lot of time in some of these situations. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, like, years in some of them. So while you may have had, you know, you know, a boyfriend here or this happened here and this happened there, I'm still stuck. I'm still over there stuck in the muck, in the mire. <laughs> <laughs> still stuck trying to get my feet oh, but, my uh, so I think that was a lot of it like you know when I'm when I'm when I'm all in I'm just all in and sometimes I, I should have you know I didn't when you better you do better so we'll see um what happens when, when God decides that it's time <laughs> we'll see how I act but I have mm -hmm. so many buffers in place and so many safeguards in place for me now uh, with people that you know I'm like you got to meet this person you got to talk to this person you got to go through my big brother over here you got to talk to my um I have a spiritual dad I'm like you got to meet him I, I have so many checkpoints that <laughs> hopefully I'll get I'll get this thing right so when somebody actually says uh-uh doesn't feel right that I'll actually listen uh -huh. um but I think that's why it, it wasn't so much about um um, the the quantity as much as it was about the 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 depths of pain I, I think the pain the suffering and the disappointment because not all not all of them were um equal not all of them were the same but they all it all had a lesson right you know, something came out of it there was a lesson to learn out of it and I think sometimes, like you said, when we're just kind of coasting through life and we're just kind of moving through and not really living, you know, just kind of life's happening, but we're not like really living and enjoying it. Mm -hmm. You miss some stuff. You miss some things like those flags and those uh, those <laughs> I call it those, those whispers, those something, you know, we say something said something said something told me not to. 
that you know that that is a real thing and you know how much how much weight do we um give to the oh oh i just had a thought i just had a thought there was somebody else that didn't make the book i didn't put him in the book i meant i made mention of him look at that see <laughs> no i made i made mention of him um, Journal Joy, she got more to add to the book. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she said, "No, you don't." I know. She right through the. Made mention of this person when I when I share one of the experiences because what happened with that situation. Out of what happened with that situation, and I can talk about it a little bit because it's not in the book. <laughs> But what happened with that situation was that, you know, I told you, I'm always waiting for somebody to rescue me. I was always waiting for a rescue. And I was dealing with um, this guy. We weren't dating anymore, but I thought that we were friends to the point where, if you know, when something happened to me, that I thought that he would be a safe place for me to go and, you know, lay my head and not literally, but, you know, just as a support. and. Right. I, I met this I guy. I met this. I met this guy. I knew his brother. I knew of his brother, and he worked on my car. You know, uh, there was attraction. You know, I'm like, oh, he's 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 attractive. Um, I didn't. I, he was he wasn't from here. He was from he's from the islands. So he had a heavy accent, and I didn't understand half of what he was saying. But <laughs> he was cute, and I had this thing for cute. I had this thing for fine. Fine gets you in trouble. Um, I'm still willing to take chances with that, but, <laughs> but, but yeah. he, he was, he was very attractive guy. Um, and so we started talking and conversing and, and stuff like that. And, um, we, you know, I, I was very clear, very firm because at that time I was still interested for some odd reason with this other person. But yet he was not clear with me on whether or not he wanted to go back into a dating relationship. Mind you, this was not, this was a very toxic relationship, but yet I still needed to hold on to something. So um, at this time, this person's expressing an interest in me and you're not over here. You're not expressing an interest. You're not, you know, you act like you could care less one way or the other. So I'm going to go where the attention is. Um. But it it turns out that after about a week or so, he was very demanding, very bossy, very um, very domineering, which doesn't cut too well with my personality because I'm like, uh, I grew up around very strong personalities, and I'm not a zodiac person either. But I'm mm -hmm. born I'm born under the sign Cancer, and I grew up in house with with about three Taurus, the Bulls. And these very dominant, strong personality people. Yes, we are. Thank you very much. And of course, so, does not uh, do a zodiac con, but you are correct. That is yeah. So my and and then my you know my my best my bestie growing up same zodiac sign. So I, I mesh well, but they're very strong. So you have to learn how to assert yourself, and you got to learn how to clap back, or in my case, snap back, and. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, you know, I, I, you know, went out with the guy, made it very clear um, what the parameters were. Um, and I think by then I was 30, I was 31. I think it was about 31. He was like 29. Uh -huh. And talk about 
something said. I decided that, you know, I was driving out. I said, I'm going to park my car and we're going to ride anybody that knows DC subway system. We rode from Silver Spring to Shady Grove, which is the opposite end of the red line. It's a long ride. Because I figured that would give us more time to talk and everything. And he invited me to his house, his aunt's house. He lived with his aunt. And he invited me to his aunt's house. We watch a movie and whatever. So we go to the house. We um, Before we get there, we're on the subway. And I made it very clear that, you know, this is we're going to watch a movie. That's it. There's no more to that. Um, he said, okay, he agreed. Um my friend at the time, my girlfriend, she was, um, you know, she was getting on me because she was like, you should have just gone to the movie theater. You should have gone somewhere public. You shouldn't go to the house because you really don't know him like that. And I'm like, but I know his family. I know his brother. Da, 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 da. And we got to Shady Grove Metro Station, walked out of the station. And as we were coming out of the metro, I could hear something in my mind loudly say, go back. <laughs> Go back. And then me as a people pleaser, I, I, it was, I heard it. I heard it. I felt it. I heard it. And I didn't listen. And so I proceeded because I'm like, well, I already said it and I'm here now. And I, I'm doing all of this reasoning, reasoning and rationalizing in my mind. And long story short, here to the house, the aunt is not home. His room is in the basement of the house. And we go downstairs and I'm thinking, okay, well, like my house, we had a family room. No. He goes to, he opens the door to his bedroom and there are, I can still remember leopard sheets, leopard, uh, <laughs> leopard bed, bed spread, leopard. So I'm already like my, you know, my antennas are up. The hairs are probably standing up on my arm arms and I'm like you've messed up you are completely messed up and so literally that the movie the movie that I wanted to watch that I thought we were going to watch something mutual was not what he had in mind um <laughs> but uh somehow the news ended up on the tv um but we had a wrestling match for about 45 minutes literally it felt like a wrestling match and then all of those things that come back to your mem remembrance, like my, my father telling me that, you know, you never fight a man, man is stronger than you unless you absolutely have to, because he's physically stronger. And I thought, because, you know, I have a little weight on me. He was tall and slim, but I figured, Oh, I can, I can handle myself. It was very difficult. And I, I did everything short of just cry, but I was very calm, which was weird because I am a cry baby. I was very calm, but I'm like, this, could, I, everything in me was saying this could take a very bad turn. I intentionally wore pants, which I'm glad I wore pants, but, um, this, this person, um, continued to, um, wrestle with me, um, wanting me to have sex with him. Um, and I refused and, um, I, I I was able to leave that situation. Um, and <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to talk about. And I, I don't want to go, you know, into, into deep detail. But 
it was it was very humiliating and I was very frustrated because I was very clear. I was very clear going there telling him what I was was and was not going to do. Mm-hmm. And um he just kept trying. He just kept trying until he relieved himself. And um I'm still of course fully clothed and then he goes and he takes a shower and then he comes back and I just said I want to go home. I'm ready to go home. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, we leave and as we're walking back um to where I had to catch the bus to go to the subway, um he went into there was a McDonald's there and I called my I called my I called my friend and um she was on the phone. She was like, "Well, where is he now?" I was like, "He went into the McDonald's." And she said, "Where are you?" I said, "I'm I'm waiting for the bus." And I was so it was just such a weird thing that I got in. <laughs> he came out of the McDonald's. I was in the bushes. And he's looking around like, "Where did she go?" I was literally hiding in the bushes. I because I didn't want him to see me. I wanted no more parts. I just wanted to be done. I you know, and then I saw him walk off. He went on. I guess he went back home. Um, and when I got to Shady Grove Metro Station, I took a cab from Shady Grove to Silver Spring. It cost me almost forty dollars. Mm-hmm. And when I got home, it's like when I walked through the door, it was when everything just kind of hit me. Like what I would, what could have happened, and I was shaking, and I was just a wreck. I was a wreck and I called this person that I thought would have kind of coaxed me or had my back and he flipped it. He completely flipped it. Why did you go to his house? Women don't go to men's houses unless they want to have sex. I said, that's not true. We are full grown adults. And I made it very clear what I wanted to do and what I was not going to do. I actually said it. And, you know, when we were walking back um, to, to to the bus stop, he actually looked at me. The guy looked at me and said, so you didn't want to have sex with me? And I'm looking like, are you got to be crazy? You really got to, are you nuts? You know, but it, he was looking serious. And I'm like, I said, I told you that. And um, he called me one time after that. And I think it was just a temperature check to see what I would say or if I would say anything to anybody or if I would, you know, uh, if I was going to escalate it or if it was going to go any further. And and I, I, I didn't, I didn't have anything else to say. And we never talked anymore from that. That it could have been in the book, Tracy. Uh, it was kind of how I ended up going through this whole thing with the other person for a whole year. He kept mm-hmm. bringing it up. He would keep. He kept bringing that up. That bothered him so much that I did that. That I went out with this person. But I'm like, you weren't interested in going back with me. I asked you. You weren't sure, but yet it bothers you now that I went out with somebody, regardless of what happened or what didn't happen. I'm telling you what my intentions were, and you're still, you know, you're rejecting everything that I'm saying. And this went on. That was like September. Mm-hmm. And then we had the argument in October the next year. So he used that as a, I, I don't know, it was like to weaponize or to demonize me. Um, that, oh, Miss Perfect, 
<laughs> little miss perfect you you're not so perfect you 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 made a mistake and i think you did it on purpose and it was just this antagonistic tone and and then that's how i don't i don't want to give the rest that way because that part's in the book but that's how that led up to that whole thing with him telling me you know what that went on with him so yeah you gotta read the book <laughs> yeah, read the book. You gotta read the book to to get the rest of that. But it was um, it turned out to be one thing that was really devastating that I couldn't really tell any and everybody because I I actually thank God I was able to avoid a date rape situation. Right. Um, when I had the opportunity, maybe an hour before that, to go back home. By being a people pleaser and I'm trying not to disappoint somebody else that had only their own cares and concerns and no regard for my feelings clearly I'm thinking about disappointing him and going back home when I could have saved myself a whole lot of um, grief and not to mention the next day the next few days feeling like I had been in a car accident because I was literally sore from mm. wrestling with this person um and it could have been it could have been violent it could have been so much worse so i'm grateful for that but i was just very um disappointed at how i thought that i would get support um from somebody that called themselves my friend we were still dealing with each other and still you know communicating and all of that i was shocked at how he treated me and um yeah <laughs> Um, that was just, that was, that was, that was tough. So I did, yeah, I didn't put that in. I can't even remember his name. Um, That's okay. We don't say names. <laughs> no, but I mean, I can't even remember his name. And I don't know if that was trauma. I don't know. I don't know. But um, I never talked to him anymore after that time. I got that one phone call and that was it. And I never looked back. Um you know, there are certain phone numbers that are just no longer in my phone. I don't block people typically, um, but there are some people that they don't even have their number and I hope they never find mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that. Yeah. That's those, those three, I, I stand corrected that. Yeah. It was three, three people that didn't make the book. Um, well, so. I think that's a good way to uh, pause um, until our next show. Uh, where we'll talk a little bit more. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be before the book comes out or after the book comes out, but you all will have to stay tuned. How can people reach you, Tracy, if they're interested in contacting you? Oh, they can reach me on uh, social media. Um, most likely I'm on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Facebook by my name, Tracy M. Worley, and um, on Instagram, um, Tracy Monique. And Tracy. So what about Tracy? Sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Go on. No, no, no. I, I just I clarified it's I am Tracy Monique. I changed okay. my name. I have changed my name. So you'll find I me. I can't I can't find most of my friends because I'm looking for them to tag them. They changed their name. So uh hopefully y'all have better luck than me. What about the website? Um my website is by tracym.com. BY. BY. Okay. All right. So, yeah, y'all check out her social media and also her um, website. 
for me, you can find me on youtube.com at uh, One Singing Lady, and that's spelled out O N E S I N G I N G L A D Y. You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and uh, Instagram at one, the number one or numeral one singing lady. So, number one singing lady. Um, and my website is www.lisalgilliam.com. All of my links to my social media pages are also on my website. You can also purchase music there or download music and poetry. And there will be a book link there <laughs> soon. As soon as we get the link, that's going to be there as well. So that you'll be able to do that. And you can book us. Tracy and I are interested in coming, you know, to wherever you are to speak about the things that we've experienced. Um, to also help people to not make some of the decisions or choices that we made. But to be honest about maybe even why we made them and how you can avoid some of those pitfalls. So until next time, is there anything you would like to say closing to the people? No, just just thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for this opportunity to share uh, on on this platform. And I just appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. And um, I just look forward to uh, getting the feedback from 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 the folks. From the people, mm-hmm. all of the people, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can, I can take it. You can. You <laughs> so probably can. Gonna... I might be calling you crying because I'm, <laughs> I'm an empath for real. It's all good. It's say. all good. <laughs> we, we learn from it, and that, that's the, that's the main thing. Um, I, I want um to be able to be a blessing to someone else, and I think that that's what's going to happen from this. So I think that's what's going to outshine any negativity if there is any um that the the good will outweigh the bad for sure absolutely absolutely so um stay tuned hopefully we'll get a book signing together soon we've we've had extended time and still haven't had time to focus on that my regular daily job um as an educator a non-classroom based educator has been has kept me very busy and um I haven't had the opportunity to do what I need to do, but I will get on the ball with that because I do, I know some people have said that they want signed copies and they want to come out. So we need to work on that one, Tracy. We'll make it happen. Life is just happening to all of us. And yeah, I'm here. (laughs) I don't have enough hands for everything, but we're going to make it happen. We're definitely going to make it happen. Sounds good. Well, thank you for joining me. And until next time, Uh, One Singing Lady out. Please note, any comments made on this LLG Random But Real podcast by myself, Lisa One Singing Lady Gilliam, or my guests are our own views. They are not to be made or determine an actual professional or in lieu of an actual professional. If you relate to any of the topics, please seek professional help, contact a therapist, a psychologist, any other mental health professional, or if it's an emergency, please call 911. Thank you so much for tuning in.